0: Good morning Raboyai We had a little trouble with YouTube the last few days. I don't know hopefully it straightens itself out otherwise we have to figure something out. the YouTube or the regular sc- the screen it's on an angle but okay looks better for you great. Today's share sponsor Lily Nishmas. It's great to see the Yom shorts Ah, that smile from the five rounds. Sponsored by Mordechai Sopamek. Sponsoring Zeche Nishmat, my great-grandfather, my namesake, is Ravin. Rav Mordechai Rabin, Rav Mordechai Ravon, Zeche Tzadik Levroche, he was a direct descendant of the Baal Shem Tov. Tzadik Levroche. Maybe he for the time of Shpach and all of Klai Yisrael. May he also be made with for me. Who carries his name that If you haven't had a chance yet to see the new and improved weekly newsletter, the second edition. So he's in charge of the he he donated his the the section for children. He gives it somewhere else and he gave it to us. So Yishkoyach. That whole thing should be a way to Get more people to learn Torah, to, to get us closer to one another. Today's shiha is sponsored by Dr. Alan Listow, in memory of Barzayde 83rd yard site, Aaron Hirsch ben Yisrael Mikovich, by his grandchildren, Beverly Fink. Dr. Here he goes again, remember? They're all doctors. Dr. Alan Listow, Dr. Michelle Nordlick, Dr. Cindy Dobrynski, his neshamah should have an aliyah. Amen. And by a friend this year, who I just found out, was released from the hospital. unfortunately for Yaakov, Yehudo Ben if you look down here, from our statistician, he says like this, today is Daft Tzadik Ches, according to Tzadik I have a streak going, 375 days, according to Rashi, Neol Bergman, only 12 days. On the bottom he says, he holds like Tzadik so good, so we got, we got a psak here, but there's an asterisk next to my... Streak, your Ooh, so we have uh, a few emails here from Chaim Kessler from Baltimore, another Baltimorean. Shkoya for restarting eight <laughs> minute dava. I was wondering lately why my eight minute commute home from work seemed to be taking so much longer. Now I can use my time productively again. Keep up the good work, Chaim Kessler, Baltimore. Yair elkan if the wedding's in Lakewood, you're invited to stay at my house. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have read that. Maybe it wasn't meant to be read. Um, from Rebel from the five towns. First rebellion, Mazatova, Yunis' engagement. Should be the good news in Gesunther. Second, sorry I didn't come through with today's water, air video. And third of all, ice. I, I I was looking for a better uh, translation, a tich, Better tich of ice, he writes here. Symbolic connection, he holds. Okay. The Seder. Since uh, YouTube cut out right when we were starting the Mishnah, we're like one line into the Mishnah, so we'll just take it on top from the beginning of the Mishnah. And if, yeah. Just make one more, uh, over here? Avada, it's one week to the Seam next Sunday. Go ahead. Okay, that's right, one week to the Seam. Philip Kamiansky is hosting in LA. That's the West Coasters, so they should reach out to him. Philip Kamiansky is hosting in LA. Yeah. Bye, right there? How many people came to see him last time? Uh, what was it? 60, right? Wow, sixty-seven people last time at RBS. So Avi Factor is once again hosting in in the uh, alley, sort of. It's an outdoor seum, large screen, uh, projector, etc. Okay. Uh, the rest of the world, the New Yorkers, I think, just fell asleep, and uh, whatever. We'll fi- they'll have to figure it out. In Muncie, no. Uh, Muncie's not New York. Okay, Mordecai, don't don't worry about it. We're talking about bar Park, bar park and then and the five towns. Kids are, they're making a machah because I'm not doing the nightshare. You know how it works. Zag the heilagim Mishnah. Hoya be sefer ala iskufa. Person was sitting on his stoop, on the iskufa. And we're going to see in the Gemara whether this is a Roshazayachid, a karmelis, what is it? And the sefer, in those days the sefer was something like this. It fell out of his hand, but he's holding on to it. He's still holding on to it. In terms of the iraiza, when we're learning Misakh al you have to do an akira and a hanacha. You have to lift something up and put something down. If you still remain, if it still remains in your hand, there's no hanacha. So, what's the problem here? It's only the Rabbanon kind of question since the rest of it fell out of your hand, it's rolling on the ground. If you bring it back to yourself, you might make a mistake next time and bring something back from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah when it completely is out of your hand. But over here, it's in your hand. What do you do? You roll it back up to you. So we're going to see in the Gemara that this rooftop, he's on the roof, same kind of idea, but different. I, I just didn't have patience to print another picture, so ignore this. Wall on an angle that the Gemara is later going to talk about. But here's a guy on the rooftop, a nice picture. He's on the roof, he's reading from a safer, and it rolls down. Different idea because the top of a roof is there's There's no, There's no argument that the top of a roof is a If it didn't hit, Within ten tefachim of the ground, you you may bring it back to yourself, roll it up, bring it back. When it reached within ten tefachim of the ground, so that there shouldn't be a bizarion to the sefer, so you show this part. You don't let anybody see the inside. Less of a bizarion. You see the white. We had the picture yesterday, even if it's within one needle of the ground, you still have the right to bring it back to you, it has to be laying on the ground, everything will be explained in the Gemara. Reb Shimon here comes Reb Shimon. and remember Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon, is all the way at the end of the Mishnah, and what does he say? Afilu Baaretz even if it's touching the ground, you still have the right to roll it up, bring it to you. Why? He explains, shavos, We're talking about an Iser de Rabbanon, a gzer de Rabbanon, maybe one day you'll come to, if we allow you today, you might do it tomorrow, Gzer de Rabbanon. But when it comes to design of a safer, we don't want a, a Khash of a safer to be on the ground, we're not talking about Dafka any safer. gedusha safer, it could be Navi, it could be anything. So it's on the ground, the We take away that Isser the Rabbanon. Rabbanon allow you, they, they didn't make Xeris. They made Xeris when it comes to baseball. They didn't make Xeris when it comes to the safer. Says the Gemara, What are we talking about? If we're talking about that, this stoop, this guy, going back to here. If this is a pure Rishut Sayachin, meaning it's four by Fort Tfachim wide. And it's 10 tall. so you'll see why it's like this. Okay, but if it's a real roshu sayachid, a proper roshu sayachid, four by four, 10 tfachim tall, right in front is a roshu going by. And we're not concerned that it might fall out of your hand, you might come to take it, pick it up. So the first part of the Mishnah, if it's talking about Rishus Hayachid, and the svaru will be like Rishshiman. Damar, like Rishshiman said at the last, the last, last line in the Mishnah, called so if that's the case, if that's the pshat, the reason why if you're sitting on a stoop and it falls off from Rishus Hayachid, still in your hand, I'm allowed to roll it up because I'm not concerned when it comes to specific HaKadosh. So what about the second case? Rebbe Huda we're talking about a person's on a roof and it falls off the roof. So, the first case of the mission is talking about he's on a stoop, that goes according to Rebbe Shimon. Then there's a second case, the guy's on a rooftop. Rebbe sticks this thing in that it says, as long as it's not touching the ground, I don't care, it could be within a millimeter of the ground, he could still roll it up. And then you have, for a second time around, Reb so Shimon even if it's touching the ground, you can roll it up. Worst is, that doesn't make so much sense. Shimon, The same person, Reb Shimon, is saying the same thing, and in between his thing, they, they, they put in Rebbe Yehuda. They should say, if, it's, if it fell off a, a, a stoop, and a roof, Reb Shimon says, Why are you telling me, Reb Shimon? A sandwich, Reb Shimon in the beginning, Reb at the end, and Rabbi in the middle. Doesn't work so well. So it's a question, Reb Shimon, Rabbi Rabbi in. So Rabbi Yehuda says, we have no choice. Yes, okay, it's a little bit interesting. Typically we don't do that. Doesn't flow so well. That's the Pshat. Reh Sheva Seifah, Reb Rabbi So, just to make it a little easier maybe, we go through the whole sugya in 10 seconds here. I'm going to put it on a platter for you. The case is, you're on your stoop, you're right in front of your house, and it falls off. Why? What are we talking about? According to Rabbi Shimon, Shvus, that if this is Rabbanon, we don't care because we're talking about Kisfei Kaidash. According to Rabbi, we're talking about Iskufa Nidreses, meaning it's an Iskufa that people walk by. It's a stoop that's right there on 13th Avenue and people keep on going back and forth. The sefer falls out onto the floor. People are going to step on it. It's a problem. It's a special case. The third pshat is, Abayi says, we're talking about an eskufa that's not as tall as you thought. You thought it's 10 tfachem. No, it's a little less than 10 tfachem. And therefore, it's, it's a eskufa that's a carmelis. That's what we're talking about here. And in that pshat of Abayi, we have two pshatim. Either it's a very long carmelis, so he's going to remember by the time he gets to his house that he's in a caramel. Or, we hold Mahalach Ka'imed, that is, when a person is walking, he's actually, every time he puts his foot down on the ground, he, he takes a, a stop. In slow motion, he's stopping and he's standing, and that's what's going on here. So let's see it inside, and everything will be explained. I just wanted to give a background to what we're talking about here, so it's not too confusing. So the first shot we just did, and that is, <clears throat> we're talking about kisvi Kaidish. So we don't have the gzera of the Rabbanon. He might come to carry it. Rabbi Omar, what is it? Two, four, six, eight lines from the top. Rabbi Omar, and it dresses Saskinah. We're talking about, it's in a place that there's many people going by. However, when it comes to a roof, we don't have this problem. There's no, there's no people that walk by the roof. Stoops people walk by this particular Stoop, people are walking by, and it's a special heter when it comes to bizoyan kisveh koydish. Abaya doesn't like this. It says in a braisa, and Rashi says, I have no idea what this price is, but this braisa seems to be very powerful that it changes the way the sugya works. Even la halacha. If the safer rolls out and it rolls less than four arms onto the ground in other words it keeps on rolling like you know like those rolls of toilet paper that to get out of hand it kept on rolling rolling 8 feet away from you then if it's less than 8 feet less than four arms now think about it the gemara is telling us something new that we didn't think about before here's a concern What's, what's the difference if it went four amos less than four amos over here? Here's a new concern, not that you might come to carry it. You might come to carry it four amos in Rosh Hashanah That's the problem. You're going to go to the end of it and pick it up and start bringing it to your stoop. That's a different concern. So you have concern number one, that you might go from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah Concern number two is you might carry four amas. Two different concerns. It's the same idea. They're both is Deir raisa to carry four arms from Rosh Hashim, or to go from Rosh Hashim to Rosh Hashim, also Yisr Deir And if you're telling me that this is a problem of Bezayim Kisvei HaKoydash, we're concerned people are gonna step on it, Ma'li Ma'li Chutz NaRba So who cares what the Yisr Deir is? Uh-oh, I forgot to close this window. Okay, so this window is also a problem. They're both problems. Okay, so what is the difference... What the, what the Isra is. Isra number one, I might carry from Meshav to I don't care, you know why? Because it's Kisvi HaKadosh, I'm not so worried. Problem number two, you might come to carry four Amis, all of a sudden I'm concerned. But it's Kisvi HaKadosh. I shouldn't be concerned. The stoop is less than ten Tfachim tall. We have stoops like that, only three, four steps up. You don't have ten fachim. So, if it falls within four Amos, what happens if you go ahead and you bring it into your caramelous? Nothing. However, if it goes further away from you, now you have another concern. So the concern, number one, that you're going to go from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Yahid, we got rid of. We eliminated, why? Because you're not in Rosh Yachid. You happen to be sitting on a caramelist on a stoop, that's within 10 of the, of the ground in Mamela. That's not a Isidara Isa. Wor- what's the worst case scenario? Right now, to roll it up, is only a maybe. Maybe what? Maybe you'll come to carry from Rosh Hashanah Rabbim to the Carmelis. That's not a problem. That's only the Rabbanu. However, if it's more than four amas away from you, that's it's the rise of carrying four amas. in Rosh Hashanah. So on that, on that I'll be makda. As the Gemara, but wait a minute. Where's the stoop? The stoop leads into your house. The house is Rosh Hashanah. So you might carry it from, it fell onto the ground in Rosh Hashanah. You'll pick it up and bring it into your house. The Karmus is only... Leading into your house, it doesn't stop you from going to your house. Every iskufa has a iskufa. Yeah. Okay, so this particular iskufa happens to be a caramelist. But in, in three inches from that iskufa goes right into your, iskufa, your house. You don't have iskufas in the middle of your house. is the stoop leading to your house. So how come I'm not concerned you might go into your house? The chitam it's very gishmak. The and if you'll tell me, in the is caramelis less limbo. You know why? Because you're going from Rishus Harabim, you stop off in a carmelis, and then you're going to go to Rishus So the fact that you made a stop in in the caramelis, you're not over anything. In order to be over the eraser from going from Rishus Harabim to Rishus perhaps you have to go straight, direct. You can't do a stopover, and since your stopover was in a carmelis, maybe you're not over. I'll prove to you that that's not true. Look at this. You smack a picture. <clears throat> guy has a trick. He's walking in Rosh but he carries the book above his head. Now above his head is more than 10 tfachim. More than 10 tfachim is a mokham, tur. You could carry in a mokham, tur? So he's walking in Rosh above his head. Shouldn't be chayv. So what did he do? He did an akira. He lifted up the, the, the book in Rosh Hashanah. He placed the book down in Rosh Hashanah. In Rosh Hashanah, he did he did a akira and hanacha. But in between his four amas, sorry, he did an akira in Rosh Hashanah, placed it in Rosh Hashanah. But in between that, the whole walking was in the Himmel. It was in the Mekam Petur. <speaking in Hebrew> And he had it passed by above him, Chayev. So mayla, by us also, don't be a tremendous chacham and say, Oh, I'm gonna go from Rosh Rabbim to Ziyach, I'm gonna go from the from the from the from the big 13th Avenue into my house, which is Ziyach, and, but but since I'm going through a caramelist and a skufa that's less than 10 Fahim, I'm not gonna be over anything. Why? Because I just went through a muck P'tur, so to speak, only the Raban and No. You see that even if you go on a Mokim Petur, completely Yichayev. Eskinon, <laughs> says the Gemara, bi'iskufa aruka. Has to be talking about a long iskufa. So, in Abaya, shot number 1, he says the iskufa is a caramelist. But we have to explain that it's a caramelist that's very long. So what if it's long? HaChemah <laughs> mitkar. So he'll remember that he's carrying in a caramelist. It takes a while to get to his house. He'll stop. That stopping is considered a rest stop. That's a real stop. It's a real pause in a caramelist. And therefore, it negates the Akira of the Rosh Hashanah. He lifts up in Rosh Hashanah. And in order to be the Isa, he puts it down in Rosh Hashanah. But since he made a real stop in a caramelist, so you no longer have the akira in the rishon serabim. No, okay, that's a little bit far to say. Oh, we're talking about a very long iskufa. No, it fell on the floor. You're gonna pick it up. You're gonna check it out. You're gonna look at it. You're gonna read from it. That's that's a stop. So you're not stopping because it's. It's long, and you remember, you're stopping because you have a kaddish dika book. So you want to you, you want to look into it. Maybe he's going to check it out in Rosh Hashanah. But that's the stop in Rosh Hashanah. But eventually, he's just going to take it and go from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. So then we have to say the second shot right over here. So as he's walking past the Carmelis, he could be walking, he could be running, it doesn't matter. But every time he places his foot, and if you think about it, how do you walk? You place your foot, it doesn't slide, it stands still, and you lift your toes up. But whatever you're doing, you made a complete stop. Your body is not moving, your toes hit the ground and they stay there. That's staying there. Yes, your knees are moving, and the rest of your body is moving, but your foot is on the ground, solid on the ground, not moving. That not moving, according to Benazai, is a complete Hanacha. So, what you did is you did a Nakira Rosh Hashrabi, you walked through the karmeless, the iskufa that's less than 10 Tfakim. You walked, yes, you were moving, but Benazai holds it's standing still, and then, therefore you're not over any da'iraisa, even in case you might be going into your house which you shouldn't, but just in case, you're not over there because you made a complete stop, halachic stop, in the Carmelis. It says the Gemara of Dumas Lu Mizrak. Maybe I'll take the safer and throw it. Now we know this Gemara already. We were, we were born with this Gemara. To us it's obvious, the answer. But it's because of this Gemara. Maybe you're gonna take the safer and toss it. Toss the safer? And therefore you will be over. So you don't have Ben Azay a pause. There's no pausing, there's no toes. You're throwing it from Rosh Rabbim into Rosh Hashir Yachid. Oh. At the end of the day, even Ben Azayi says that walking is considered pausing all the time. He admits that throwing your over. it's as if you went from Rosh Rabbim to Rosh Yachid. Here, you see? Here we go. Ahava is probably a man, even though it's a very feminine name, we would think. And now we learned the other day that Ahava was a boy. It's not Barahava a woman. Fine. Yes. From here you see, you saw it. it us it's not a big chiddush. You need a Gemara to tell us this. You don't throw a Sefer. It's not proper to throw Svarim. All right? Zog the do Chazara? Here, quick Chazara. We're talking about you're on a skufa, you're on a stoop. And you will allowed to roll up the safer. Why? One pshat is according to Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yudas says the name of Rabbi Shimon, because it's Kisfei Kaddish. Special dispensation for Kisfei Kaddish, we're Mekel. The whole, psh- the whole problem is a xera. he might come to carry, it might fall completely out of his hand, he might pick it up. Not when it comes to Seferi Kaddish, we're not going to be guys because of the design of this farm. Second pshat is Rabo, that we're talking about a special case of a skufa on It's a stoop that many people walk by there, and since it will be on the ground, there's a real reason to be concerned that people will step on the severe Kodesh, therefore we allow you to bring it in. And Abaya finally says we're talking about the skufa, which is less than 10th him, and it's a karmalas. Either the pshat is that it's long. And therefore, you will remember, we're not concerned that you might walk right by the Carmelis and go from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. You'll remember in between. Or the pshat is, even if you don't remember. But just walking, according to Benazai, is considered Mahalach Khoemedomi. It's as if you stopped still in the Carmelis. Since there's a Carmelis between the Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah, it's as if you stopped there, and there's never an Isidar Isid to walk from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah when there's a Carmelis in between. So it says in the Mishnah, he's on the rooftop, and where's the picture? He was in the middle of reading, and this sefer fell out. And if it's less than tfache, less than if it came within ten tefachim of the ground, what he can't bring it back to him. He has to flip it over. As the Gemara Umishari, you have to flip cipher tires. Batanya, a cipher. He has a big problem. All Seferim, you can't write a whole Sefer in one day. So you write a Sefer what do you do when you're done? For the day. You want to protect it. You don't want dust. You don't want flies, whatever it is, touching your ink. Do not flip it over. That is a bizarre, that's not nice. To take a safer and flip it upside down. Put a nice sheet over it, something. So how come by us? You're flipping? Flipping is not, it's not proper. Says the Gemara lo'i Says Rashi, two lines from the bottom, she'en lo'i Lifros. He—he simply, it's a talking about a case. He doesn't have, he doesn't have a sheet to go over it. Toysav says, if you look at the small Toysavs, o'bechinam There's no reason for Rashi to say such a pshat. Why? Because for whatever reason, you're not allowed to bring your safe Torah home, and that is, Zagzerah. So, how in the world could you take a sheet out of your closet and cover the sevet What if it falls out of your hand and you're gonna go grab it? The whole reason I can't bring my sevatira back and, and roll it up is because I might come to grab it if it falls out of my hand. So you're gonna introduce a second object, and that might fall out of your hand and you might go get it. So there's no reason for, for Rajah to say he doesn't have a bagot. <laughs> So we're talking about that he cannot bring a begot for whatever the reason is. Rashi says he doesn't have one. So what should I do now? Well, it's not nice to flip a Sefer Torah upside down, but it's worse to keep it regular and people see it hanging, dangling the entire Shabbos. So in Mela, you should flip it upside down. And from here, the famous Shach says that when you finish learning, you should close your Sefer. And if you don't close your Sefer, he says, you'll forget your learning. And the Orch says, Yeah, you'll forget your learning if you leave it over an extended amount of time. Not, not every, you know, there's people that they get up to go get a safer, they right away close the safer. Okay, Yashla Hachmer, maybe. Says the Gemara. So you flip it over onto the other side so you see the white part of the parchment. Frag the Gemara, Valinach. What is the problem? like we said especially if you're with us for Shabbos you know these halachas inside out you need an akira, you need to lift something off the ground and you need to put it back down on the ground but if it's dangling off a roof there's no hanacha it never, it never rested anywhere so roll it back to you, what's the problem? we're talking about a wall on an angle so there is a hanacha Halachically, that's considered it's resting, it's resting on an angle, on the angle part. So you're telling me that it's on an angle, so how do you explain the rest? Rebuda says, there's no problem, bring it to yourself, bring it, roll it up, even if it's dangling one millimeter. But at the end of the day, if it's, dang- if it's only one if it's on an angle, like, like Rava says, who cares if it's one millimeter off the ground? The ground is not important now. It's resting on a wall. Why? Because the wall is on a on an angle. If, if he let go of it, it wouldn't go anywhere. Let's say you don't even have to come out. But halakhically, it's resting. So what are you telling me? Oh, but it's one millimeter off the ground. The ground is nothing here. Says the Gemara, you That's not the pshat in the Mishnah. We're turning to the tzaddik Ches, also by Dr. Alan Listow, in memory of my mother, Shendel, Bat, Aaron, Hirsh, and Bracha. By Dr. Alan Listow, sponsored by the Austin and Tobias family, grandchildren. This is our Bobby, this is Abol bekoisel daf tal chesam the base bekoisel shenim mishupah when the wall is nice and straight then you have the shiloh then you have reb yudah agrees that if it's mishupah if it's on an angle you're right it's done it's finished it's resting but what if it's not on an angle and then in parentheses over here, there's an Aleph. They take out the two dots. It's not a new sugya, sorry. It's a continuation. Rebu d'oimer. And on that Rebuh says, the Forget the three fun. Typically, we say love and in a second, we're gonna see. He said, No, there's no love over here, it's not on the ground. It's not on the ground, you can roll it up. Why? Debiinon Hanochah Agabi Mashu. holds Hanochah is something physical. You can't just say, oh, it's within three tefakhm of the ground, and I have a love it. it's as if it's touching the ground. No, it has to be on a physical ground. It has to be l- literally on something. So the Gemara says, oh, I love this. <laughs> One of the coolest lines in Sha'as. You say this, people think you're cool. Kluta yeah, I'm, so, I'm learning. the So we had the sogyal, so so- what does it mean? question of if something's flying over, over the ground can we say that halachically the ground absorbed it, it's as if it landed so according to Rabbanon, it has to literally land on the ground and Rava comes and says there's no love. so what, Rava only said it according to Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Huda is the one that says that it must be touching the ground, ground. And three tfachim within the ground, that the whole tire is full of lavad, loved, lavad. When it comes to this Allah there's no lavad. So who says this? Rabbi Huda. We don't really pass him like Rabbi Huda. Yachid. But, but he never even mentioned that a, there's an argument in Rabbanon. He said, he, t- he took it for granted in Shabbos. That if it's within three tfachim of the ground, there's no clue to kamishun un chadami. It's as if it didn't land. But that's only Rabbi Huda that says it didn't land. Others say it does land. It did land. It's within three tefachim. It's halacha lemoishim Anything within three tefachim is as if it touches. What he just said it as if this says Rabbi So there is no machlaikis here. It's the whole thing is Rabbi Yehuda. So another chesu. Once once we're fixing it up, let's fix it up completely. If it's on an angle, like Rava answers. Then says, if it's resting. But if it's not an angle. Less than three. He could roll it up to himself. Rabbi Yehuda holds that it has to be touching my timer. He holds that if it's even one millimeter off the ground, we don't say love it when it comes to hanacha. And, but that's Shittas Rabbi Yehuda. Fine. We're holding by Mishnah. we got 10 minutes left. Okay, we got to slow down here. Yisrael Halpern, Shom Aleichem. How are you? And Rembo do and stuff. Don't be, don't be shy. Shom Aleichem. Welcome to the club. How are you doing? And... Daddy <laughs> Kornbluth, I don't want to... Whatever. I'm a little upset. I don't see your children anymore, you're not... We gotta get these guys back. We gotta get them back. What's going on here? And hill, where are you, Hillel? Here? You're in Ertz Yisrael? You're over there? Oh, that's right, I'm sorry. You said, you said you're doing a, a seum in Los Angeles. I should have been paying attention. Sorry, okay. Hillel, seum in Los Angeles. Where? You have a place there? You're gonna hang out by your friend and do it by your friend? Okay, fine. Say that. Zok de Haley Mishnah. Ziz shelefnei chaloin. Yeah. Lady is just pointing out which is, which is, I, I think you're you're saying this, but the walls of the house are still considered residential even though the house itself isn't charged as Oh, what you saying? Oh, cuz here very nice and here this will even emphasize what he's saying more. Check this out. This <inaudible> should That's part of the window. A window sill that extends outside of the house. What is that? So since, like Ellie just said, the whole house, the outside is like a uh, but over here, this is part of the inside window. The ledge. The ledge, by the way, Raboy I might have mentioned this, but a tremendous thing. I think, maybe it's not even called the ledge, so I shouldn't even say the myself, but why not? You guys don't know. I think it's called, in Chicago, it, was, it used to be the tallest building in the United States, the Sears Tower, there, it's the Wilson Tower. So a from guy, my best friend in those days in Chicago, Moshe Epstein, he built by himself, well, he didn't screw, he built the ledge. It's like the sky deck over, it's like 90 floors. It's very. He took me there because he had the keys, completely dark building, You walk into the Wilson Towers, took me up to the top, brought me onto the ledge at night. Unbelievable, the ledge. So if you have a ledge sticking out, I think it's called the ledge. Maybe it's called the Sky Deck. I don't know, whatever. There's a ledge. This is that is the ledge of the world. I mean, there's other ones now over Grand Canyon, whatever, but the ledge. You have a ledge that comes out of the window. It has to be 10 Tfachim high and four Thachim wide, like a Rush Sayyid. Nice n all of Vinaitana I could take things, put it on the ledge. I have a, a cup, put it on the ledge says the Gemara here if you just want to see what a ledge looks like here, we're going to use this picture soon but here, here's a window, here's your ledge says the Gemara what's going on here it's over what's what's going on here what if your object falls off the ledge it's very normal for things to fall off ledges and we have to be geyser so you have to say no. I'm not going there because it's over my backyard. It's over your backyard, what's the big deal? It goes from your house to your backyard, so what's the, what's the big chiddush of the Mishnah? Pshita. Omar of course. Look at this beautiful picture in Yoni. If he puts glassware and it's going to fall down and break, there's no concern, you're not gonna go get it. So, look what he did here. He, he put a ladle here, I just colored it a little bit because it's black and white. He put a ladle, and he, there's an X. A ladle will be awesome for you to put on the ledge. You have to make a distinction. If it's something that's not gonna break, and it'll fall down, you'll go get it. You can't do that. It's a very important insight. why? Based on this insight, here's a little bit of a trick question. Can you think of a reason we said, oh, we always say, if you have a Mokim P'tur, you have something that's less than four Tfachim by four Tfachim, middle of a rabbi, below ten Tfachim, above three tfachim, you're allowed to undo your bundle, put it on top of a, le, a little beam in the middle of which a, you're allowed to use it, it's a Mokim P'tur. Can you think about a reason why, if you have a Mokim P'tur sticking out of your bedroom window, you're not allowed to put anything on it. It's a Mokim P'tur. P'tur. What's the problem for me to put something on a Malkin Pator? But based on this idea that we just said, we're very concerned that you're going to drop something off the ledge. Rashi says an amazing thing here. It's not that if you're going to drop something off the ledge, it's when you're going to drop something off the ledge. It's guaranteed you're going to drop something off the ledge. And if it's guaranteed you're going to drop something off the ledge, it's as if you threw something off the ledge. That's what he says. Major Chiddush here. So if that's the case, let's see what the Gemara says here. That explains the next few lines here. We've learned the very similar b'risa. As typical, the b'risa adds a little bit on the Mishnah. There's a little ledge in front of the window. It goes over the Shusharab. Look at this. If you notice the wording here, it's all things that are breakable. the v'kaisais, plates, and, 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 and cups kitoiniois, tiny pitchers, sluchiyos, flat—all things that are going to break. In other words, the only items I'm allowed to put on the ledge are breakable, because if they do fall, Mordechai sells a Shalom Aleichem, I haven't seen you in three months. How you doing? So I'm not—I'm not concerned. This ziz, check it out. If this ledge goes from side to side, it continues. I could use it even if it's the whole length of the wall and nothing to do with my window. Unless it goes within 10 to the ground. Oh. But what if there's two, two shelves? The guy has two shelves outside. A ledge and another ledge. Two ledges. boy he could use the bottom one, like you see in this picture, the entire length of the wall. But in the upper one, a mishdamish boy points out here that the the point is, just to tell you that don't think that it's difficult to get to. Look, I have to reach over this ledge to get to the bottom. No, you could still use a ledge. Because if, if if there's only one ledge, I don't care where it is, next to the window, below the window, as long as it's not within 10 of the ground, I can use the ledge. So who cares if there's two or one? So I would think there's a difference. I can't get to it. So very interesting. If you look closely over here in the blue lines, the upper one, I'm limited to this area, to where the window stops and starts. I cannot use the extension, whereas the bottom one I can use the entire wall, and the top one I can't. Why? So Gemara explains. Hi, Echidami. What are we talking about? What kind of ledge? If it doesn't have Fort Fachim, then it's a Machim as we explained before. I don't know if you want to see Rashi because we don't have that much time. Uh, I can't even tell you where it is. It's like six lines before it gets wide. Rashi says, The kalim are shchiach; they're going to fall into lusrus Rabbit. Oh, we said that it's kalim lusbarim, but hocha the rube Afli, says Rashi. Most of them fall. Most It's as if you're throwing it into lusrus harabim. That's what Rashi says. Okay. Uh, ask the Gemara, what are we talking about? If this ledge is less than 4 Tfachim, what's less than 4 Tfachim called? So, how is he allowed, how is he allowed to carry over here? According to what Raji said, because most of the time it's going to fall. And even, you hear the Chiddush? even breakable objects. I can't use why? Because it looks like I'm throwing breakable objects. If it's Tashmishi tader, I'm always using it. Even breakable objects are awesome. And if it's Fort why? Why is he limited to the blue line? He should be able to carry the entire length of this, this ledge. Because the bottom one is very wide. It's Fort Fachim, so you could use the entire length. But the upper one doesn't have Fort Fachim. It has fourth tfachim with the actual windowsill that's within the house. Sorry. So therefore, That's why I could use only the area within the window, within the blue line. The choyre chaloyinu. The Gemara Choyre Chaloyinu. It's like the holes in a window. Like we use the lashing. Choyre r'shuzaravim. Like a hole in a wall. But this part and this part you cannot use. Why? Because it doesn't have four Tfachim. It's not four Tfachim, why? Says the Mishnah, and we had this Mishnah, we're very familiar with this, a number of times. A person can stand inside one rishus and move an object in another rishus, And when not concern says Rashi, that you might come and pick it up and bring it into your Rishos. And now you're doing a real Akira of Rishos HaYoched, bring it to Rishos rabim. Akira of Rishos HaYoched, bring it to Rishos HaYoched. I'm not concerned. I'll move it. There's a kid here, look, great picture. Why is he doing it? Because he wants to bring the pail, move it, in another rishos. His whole body is in Rishos rabbim. He wants to get the kid a, a toy. Rishos rabbim, tell Rishos HaYoched. And the reverse. Don't move it more than four Amois. A person should not stand in one Rushus and relieve himself in Rush Hashem, I couldn't find the picture in Yoni for this. But I did find the picture of this. Of a guy spitting. Yeah. So you can imagine. He's standing over here. He's spitting into the Rushus Yachid. So, you're not allowed to do so. Even once you dislodge the spittle in your mouth, Wow, that's a big one. So you're walking, Rosh Hashem, and you have something going on, and you go whatever, and you dislodge it. Now it's like ready to leave your mouth. So it's also for you to walk for Amos, because you're carrying within your mouth. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. ימה לא יש, ממה מקרים קרוסיך עדינוי עדינוי שמע בכלי תדורי שוב את הדקות לכם לאי יא בניץ לשמור, עדינוי מיימו don't hear anybody. What's shot. Jay Spitzer, Shom Aleichim from Toronto, how you doing? i are doing well. You're doing well. All right. Hold, hold out, hold out. Forget forget the day, the night nightshare. Hold it out. YouTube, Torah time, you'll get there. You'll get there. What's going to be with football? Ah, you guys in Toronto don't do football. Okay, fine. not choices, then you might. Okay. Got it. I when I say that. Uh, Mortach Ashkenazi is every day, one o'clock, two o'clock. There's a bunch of guys. Yisrael Hyper is probably now in Florida. I don't know. Where are you, Yisrael? In Florida, here. here. It's one o'clock in the morning. What's, uh, it's not a. Uh, uh, Rabbi Tursky, Chicago. Who else is here? Yo, Lily Bergman. Yo, Bergman, Milamed Allah. The guys from Khuzlaritz. If he could do it, anybody could do it. It's not only y'all by the way. You know, y'all Bergman, when he waits up and watches the shir, his mother has to be right next to him. So it's the whole over there. It's a whole family affair. Hi, Yoel. How you doing? I'm not going to be there for the Siyam, no. Be'ezer Hashem, no. It's better to be in Eretz Yisrael for a Siyam. I promise you, you're not the only one. You know, he, but he has the ability. Mati 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 he has the ability to make you feel like he's your best friend. He has that koyach. Thank you, thank you. Right, I was reading this about, uh, who, who was it? Somebody who just sniffed her. Like, every person felt they're the best friend. Y'all has that koyach. Yeah, yeah. He's actually changed job. Um, oh, I been, yeah. And he spends half the time in America. He's just come back four weeks in the United States to around. Did he bring that coffee? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> he's, I, he's working for one of the largest developers in Israel that build a fantastic development in Yishlime. Yeah. Doesn't he have doesn't he have a hard time now with the whole COVID like getting into people's houses, schmoozing with them? Wow. Two, three days ago, now he's so he he must love Biden. He loves Biden. Biden probably real estate in Israel is going up like crazy now. Everybody wants to run away. Wow, wow! But you know, Daddy Corlough, Daddy Corlough, you gotta tell him. Even when he has this job, he has to pop in once in a while. We literally haven't. He was the he was the main guy walking around.